Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. We are back from Dragon Con, but we'll do more of that in our next episode. Uh, so where did stay we... tuned till next week. Yeah, where, where <laughs> did we leave off on... This is, the, this is the continuance of Alien Covenant. Yes, the continuance of the greatest movie of all time. It's a perfect movie. It's the best movie ever. And you should all watch it millions of times. I don't think I've seen the whites of your eyes as much as I just did (laughs) ever in my entire life. And they're not contacts. Because I was lying so much. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was painful for me to say that. It must have been. Yeah, so let's get into the rest of this movie. So here's welcome back to more recipes for success. (laughs) At the fire, they're all (laughs) gathered around. Yes, Um, yes, go on, go on. Talking about how they lost five people and they're not going to lose any more. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and so one girl decides to go off on her own to clean up. Uh-huh. Recipes for success. Great idea. Meanwhile. Yes, yes, yeah. David. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> is hanging out with Walter still. Right, right. He starts telling him the Ozymandias poem. Uh-huh. Which is a fan- is Walter White really likes that poem, too. Okay. From Breaking Bad. Yes. So David cooks... Meth. Meth, is what you're saying. Yeah. That's what he does when he's bored on the planet. Cool. He's just... Maybe that's why he's so weird. He's just high on meth all the time. Probably. And then we get a flashback that was not in Prometheus. Okay. I don't think it was part of Prometheus. I wouldn't know. It didn't seem familiar to me. Did I mention I fell asleep during Prometheus? (laughs) You did. Thank you. Okay. We get a flashback of him on the weird circle ship, or half circle. Right, right, right. And he's looking down at all the Prometheus people, and they're all looking up at this ship. With blonde hair. Do they have blonde hair? I thought they were like... He had blonde hair. Oh, sorry. I was like, I'm pretty sure they're bald, right? Yeah, they're all bald. (laughs) And wasn't that the ship from Prometheus? Like the one that they found on the planet? Yes. Okay. That's what I was saying, the weird curved ship that they found. So they flew that ship they found to another planet. This is what I've taken away from it. No. This is the same planet as Prometheus. Yes. You're they, sure about this. Yes, because they flew, they flew a dip, this was a different expedition. Right. They, the Prometheus crew flew to this planet, and then they found the ship. Right. And that's the, and the big alien pods were there, and they looked into them when they were in that big room, uh-huh. the control room or whatever, and that's when it started for them. Okay. Is when they were looking into the pods. And those people had spacesuits on. Yes, they and had spacesuits on. that ship moved around in the movie. It they did. tried to fly the ship in the movie, but they couldn't get it off the ground. Okay. So it stayed in the same place. Okay. It stayed on that planet, I mean. I thought the other planet was like barren, though. I really... See? This Dude, is I where, don't know. I could be completely this wrong. This is the scene in the movie that makes me think I need to watch Prometheus to figure out what exactly happened here. I, think that, I thought that in that ship, they were explorers, and they were exploring this planet where they found this pathogen that spawns these alien creatures because well i shouldn't call it a pathogen it's more of a what would you call that it's more of a infection it's not even that like when something you know it's like what do they call you know you're the host and you know you're a life form but you need a host that's not a pathogen well it could be i suppose if it's a 
if it's like a, I don't know, a, uh, whatever, you know, like the, the horse fly or whatever, how it, it burrows in your, in your head and, and grows in you bot feeding fly. a bot fly. There you go. What's that called? That relationship. Symbiotic. Thank you. Hold but on. But it's I'm, not symbiotic. I'm reading though. about Prometheus because I'm curious. Okay, so... I got the feeling that the ship came back home, and everybody was cheering, because everybody was cheering. If it was on the same planet, they wouldn't be cheering the arrival of their ship that they sent out to explore the galaxy. <laughs> Suki. Yeah. yeah, she agrees with I'm me. I'm so confused about... I don't know. I don't really care. I don't care enough. <laughs> you know, and why would Fassbender have been on it? Because the planet they were on had... I thought that happened in the past. But still... The planet they were on had no life when they arrived where they found the ship. And this is like him being on the ship and then... They find the corpse of the one alien. Right. The engineer. Yeah. I bet you they figured out how to fly that thing and took it back home in the hopes of finding people, in the hopes of getting her back to Earth. I'm thinking that's what that's about. But I really should need to watch Prometheus to figure that out, I suppose. Do they end up on the ship at the end together? I think so, but then I also half think that that ship fell over at some point. Yeah, I feel like I remember that weird curvy ship like flying all around the planet and like trying to and, like rolling and almost killing them a few times. I don't know. Um, I was just confused. David's by like this mainly scene. a head in the in Prometheus. I remember she's like carrying his head around. I just and she rebuilds him. I just I found it, you know. This this part of the movie made me wonder what what the scene was showing. Janik and the remaining crew sacrifice themselves by ramming Prometheus into the alien craft, ejecting the lifeboat in the process. Uh huh. Well, while someone fl- flees an escape pod, the engineer's disabled spacecraft crashes into the ground, killing such and such. Shaw goes to the life. Uh, oh yeah, that's when she, zzz, her tummy. Right. Um, David's still active head warns her that the engineer is pursuing her. The engineer forces open the lifeboat's airlock and attacks Shaw, who releases her alien offspring onto the engineer. It kills the engineer. Shaw recovers David's remains and with his help launches another engineer spacecraft. She intends to reach the engineer's homeworld in an attempt to understand why they want to destroy humanity. There you go. There we go. We got there. Finally. <laughs> You're right. All my questions are answered. All I had to do was read Thank Wikipedia. Thank you for listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you're Why correct. even bother going on? They flew off together, and that's what the scene is with David. He had probably killed Shaw by then. Yep. To experiment on her body, whatever. And then came back like a savior on his ship because then, they thought that it was the engineer returning probably. Right. So they're all looking up in awe at the ship coming back. And then he releases the stupid pathogen. That the engineer found on this other planet. Yes. You're right. Yes. You got it. You got it. There we go. You're right. You're right. And they all die. Like. Super intensely. Yes. It's bad. They're all vomiting. He murders a whole planet of people. He does. Yeah. Because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> well, you know, he was probably experimenting on that ship. Yeah. And then he's talking about how nice Shaw was and she put him back together and he buried her in the garden because he loved her. Mm-hmm. And Walter says he doesn't think it's possible to love humans, but then David points out that he sacrificed his hand to save Daniels. Yep. And Walter's like, oh, you right, you right. <laughs> so it's just like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> you right. Yeah, yeah. You um, right, you right. Back to the recipe for success. Recipes for success. 
Girl, alone in the bathroom. Nothing bad will happen, right? Recipes. This will be perfectly fine. For success. While she washes her face. She's got some wounds on her arm that she's trying to take her bandage off and clean. Right. She hears a nice little clicky, clickety noise. Okay. I don't know what the noise was. It was like, I, I don't know. Clicking. I'm not an alien. I can't it's make it. It's alien sounds. And then a giant white alien. Why's it got to be white, Stephanie? <laughs> That's what he He's white. <laughs> it's different from the regular ones. Yes, he's fleshy. He's albino-y kind of. I think, I think. He's a different species. He's a hybrid. They th- have a special name. I, I have, have a thing at the end of this. I'll <sighs> blabble my theory. It's called a uh, neomorph. Okay. That's what they told me. Yeah. Not they, but you know. Uh, he attacks her and eats her neck off. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's real dead. Right. She's super dead. He's obviously a vampire. I David. would assume she's super dead when we find her body later. And her head just floating in the pool. Yeah, and her body's laying on the floor. Right. Usually could deck dead. Probably. Wow. Usually, usually decapitation ends with you not being so much alive. Yeah, it's pretty hard to come back from that. Unless you're a synthetic, apparently. Yes, like David. Um, David sees the alien eating the lady. Mm-hmm. The alien does not attack him. Right. Orum is sneaking up behind him and sees this, and David's like, shh, 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 it's okay. And we're like, dude, it's a fucking alien. Yeah. David's like, don't, I'm communicating. Yeah. He's so weird. We're going to understand. We're understanding each other. Orum's like, fuck this, after he sees her head floating in the pool. And he's, flurry of bullets. And yeah, bullet flurry. He actually kills this one. He does, yeah. Good job, buddy. Yeah. One potentially okay thing you did there you go david is super offended because it trusted him right but oram is like dude it killed her it ate my friend (laughs) that's not cool meanwhile the covenant is still trying to save the ground team trying to get close through the storm Mm -hmm. that's happening right get better communication (sighs) recipe for success another one recipes for success David leads Orum into his weird zoological research chamber, <laughs> babbles on about what's left on the planet, calls the aliens gorgeous beasts. Mm-hmm. He has all of these samples of various sizes of them that he's been studying. Right. And tells him that he's been engineering hybrid versions of them. Of course. And he says, come, this is what I wanted to show you, my successes. And this fucking idiot follows him. <laughs> Like, well, you know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, you, you, curiosity. It kills the cat. When you're like, hey, I've been making hybrid aliens. Come, let me show you my successes. <laughs> like, Maybe he thought there were going to be more things in tubes. Maybe. And then he... God. And then he uh, leads him into a room. A dark cave. Mm-hmm. He says, ominously... My work has lacked an essential ingredient. <laughs> and shows him Paprika. All... <laughs> yeah. You know, paprika would really set this up. It'd make a great soup base. For the, for the paprika. But then we see something familiar, at least. We see these We see those egg big pods, things. the yeah. egg pods from yes. Prometheus that the people in Prometheus stuck their faces into and then died. Was it really? No, that was yeah. different. Those were on the wall. No, no, these were the, the ones in the... The control room of the Prometheus ship, or not the the engineer ship, those people stuck their faces into them and 
the face huggers came out. So I remember wait. that. And they had the mat, they had the spacesuits on. Now I'm more confused. Why even have the change in the first one? Like like it being a uh it being like a spore, I thought that was the original form of this leeching creature. And not the face I thought I thought he created the face hugger version. Mm-hmm. See, now I gotta watch Prometheus again. No, you don't. I do, because I need to know whether or not this movie makes sense. And right now, it's not making sense to me. The facehuggers are definitely in Prometheus. Well, then it's stupid, this movie. Right from the beginning. Why I have, think so. Why have the spore? I thought it was David made the facehuggers. Like, he, <laughs> he changed the way that these creatures, uh, their evolution, creating the facehugger, which is the more fleshy version of this thing. It lays the eggs. And then out comes the alien we all know and love from Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, and Alien, whatever Alien 4 was called, Resurrection, Life Again, whatever Alien 4 was called. I don't even know. Yeah, because that's how Shaw gets impregnated with the alien baby that she lasers out of her is because she gets a face hugger. Weird. I don't get the spore version then. That's just David having some fun. It makes no sense. But okay, continue. And in the first one... The aliens were also more fleshy, right? In Prometheus? Mm-hmm. Okay. I still don't get the spores. Like, the spores now make zero sense to me. Oh, okay. This is actually how she got infected. How? She was boning another character who was infected. <laughs> how did oh, he get infected? Okay, so it's not a face hugger. It's a trilobite. What's, but it's the same thing, basically. What's a trilobite? <laughs> I keep reading Wikipedia pages to people. <laughs> the infant trilobite. No, okay, I won't read that. Welcome to our the segment. Stephanie reads the Wikipedia. The alien Wikipedia. Oh, wait. Is this? Okay. The alien versus predator wiki? I guess this is right. Okay. They're talking about Shaw, so. As an adult, it resembles an extremely large face hugger, even larger than engineer's if the tentacles are taken into account, but with many differences. It, it compromises many large tentacles, which are strong enough to subdue the nine-foot-tall engineer uh-huh. and also has six smaller tentacles that shoot out around its mouth. Okay. Unlike a facehugger, it does not leap onto a victim's face, but instead grabs it with its tentacles and attempts to subdue it long enough to impregnate it, after which it settles into its considerable body mass on top of the host's body. At the center of its body is a large toothed... Oh, I remember this part now. A large tooth mouth inside, which resides a large feeding tube used to impregnate its host. Okay. During the Prometheus mission, after Charles Holloway is infected by the black liquid pathogen, he unknowingly impregnates Shaw with a trilobite when the two sleep together. Later, when she's going to give birth, she, yeah, cuts it out of her. In the original concept for Alien, the facehuggers were also squid-like, but they were far smaller than the trilobite. So wait. First, you have the liquid, which gets you infected, which creates a trilobite, which yeah. then will impregnate another thing, making the next evolution of this thing. If you bone someone. I'm all confused. So he got infected. So where did the stupid, the, the, are the spore things the liquid? I think so. Okay. But I'm trying to remember, because when those guys, because they looked into the pods, I thought. I don't, I don't think there were, I don't know. Like I said, I fell asleep multiple times trying to watch that movie. Maybe they, I just have this very vivid image of the guys in the spacesuits in the big room 
looking in. Maybe that was from actual alien. <laughs> maybe I'm thinking of the original movie. You probably are. Because <laughs> I get the impression. Those people wore spacesuits. They're smart. <laughs> I get the impression that David's work has led us to the egg that has the face hugger that impregnates the person to create the new and improved nearly indestructible alien for whatever reason he felt he needed to create that. Right. You know, with acid blood. Because I don't even think the original aliens had, like, acid blood. No. They were just mean and toothy. Okay, yeah, I think the crew finds other bodies. It's fine. I'm just I really want it. I want this mystery solved. I'm confused. David takes a cylinder from the structure, right? While the while the remaining cylinders begin to leak dark liquid. Yeah. So he had he had one of those in this mm-hmm. movie. It was like a flask of this liquid. And I think he intentionally taints a drink with the liquid and gives it to Holloway, and then they bone. Okay. Inside the structure, a snake-like creature kills somebody. And sprays corrosive fluid that melts the dude's... Okay, so he is wearing a helmet. Right. This dude falls face first into a puddle of dark liquid. When the crew returns, they find his corpse. So it's the dark liquid. Yeah, it's the dark liquid in this one. Okay. I must be thinking of alien or aliens when they're looking into the pods. Yes, probably one or the other. They're all blobbing together sorry og movies you are better but you're blobbing in my brain right now so this starts out so it's just this liquid stuff that then grows into the spores whatever is that the alien yeah and this was the original delivery device yes so where did this what did you call the cephalopod the trilobite there you go that's what i (laughs) (laughs) what was the trilobite was that something that came from having the liquid. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then that would re-impregnate the person by biting into them and laying eggs. Yes. Then that would create the xenomorph. Okay. I think that's how it works. And then the xenomorph would just kill you. Yes. As it bursts from you. And then it's just a life form. Then it's just an alien. So this was a two-stage. It's a long process. Getting to. So you start out as the liquid. Then, then you make the trilobite and then you become the final growth stage as the alien yes because she was gonna birth the alien baby okay because she was pregnant with and she saw on the scan it looked like a little xenomorph inside of her okay that she killed with the lasers gotcha all right and so then david tried to take the steps out with his hybrid by making the face hugger which is an instant delivery system (laughs) right so and the spores also so are these spores native to the planet no, because I think, because he releases them all. Right. When he's in his, uh, when he's in the Prometheus ship, he, this is where we're at in the movie now, where right. he just is like, hi, I'm He drops all these saber. things. He drops then, everything. And then they all get infected, and then they all blow up. They all die. They blow up. So which I'm I, assuming is the, the, the thing, the, whatever it was called, the cephalopod. Trilobite. Trilobite. <laughs> or the little baby aliens. Um. He, I think he took whatever he found and he made the spores and yeah. that was his first step. And then he used the little aliens that come out and all those other things and then he made the face huggers. Okay. Just crazy. She's getting in a bag or a box? She's trying to go into the bag slash box. Gotcha. It's just... 
It's way too overly complicated. Yes, it's mind-boggling. So... And I'm assuming that the engineer found this in his travels. Yes. So... That's why he probably didn't want to return, because he... Had lost his whole crew to this thing and just found an abandoned planet to put his ship on. Yeah. He was probably just like, I'll just die with this madness. Maybe. Do you really think that it was... Did they really want to kill humanity in the first movie? The engineers? Yeah. I don't think they did. I, I think, think they were innocent. Explorers. Yeah. I think they were innocent. So they were... Everybody was misinterpreting the alien thing for them trying to... Okay. I think that they stumbled upon it accidentally. And I think that when... In Prometheus, when he comes across these people, he mm-hmm. probably, when they were trying to kill... He probably thinks he's probably trying to kill her because she's got an alien baby in her tummy. Right. And he doesn't and want he it to doesn't get want out. And he doesn't want to spread. Gotcha. See, now now this is all making more sense. <laughs> God. We just had to talk it through, man. Stupid. Yeah. It's all right, so, so convoluted. So they come back to the planet and he releases this thing that they found and basically Kills the entire population of the planet so he can have more fun experimenting. Yeah. All right. right. That's basically his... This was the flashback. He wanted to eliminate humanity because he thinks it's fun. Well, and he thinks that the gorgeous beasts are greater than... Are better than humans. He's better than humanity. And he's better and, than humans. And it's his time for the child to come home and, and whatever. Yes. From whatever movie we were watching last week where you got to kill your parents. What was that? What? What was the kill the parents bit? What I movie was remember. that? What did we do last week? We did Battlestar Galactica last oh, week. Oh, that's right. And it was the Cylon saying you have to kill your parents so that you can come oh, into yeah. your own. Okay. Um, okay. So, he shows Orem the alien pod. Right. And, which starts everything in Alien. Yes. The original movie. He says it was safe. Yeah, he, he was says standing right it's by perfectly it. safe. Don't worry about it. Then when he gets close, it opens up like we all love and love. Orem walks further into the room. The pod opens, and he sees a little little alien blob in there, wiggling around. Yep. Then it goes, face hugger. And then it's a face hugger. (laughs) Yes. And then it gets him. Yep. And impregnates him. Uh, Orem wakes up to David standing over him, and then he has a little... Heartburn? A little bit of a heartburn. You know, that spicy heart, that spicy uh, food from a face hugger. Yeah. It's, it's, then, it's an acquired taste. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the worst fucking part of this whole movie. Oh, my God. Sorry, I just remembered what happened, and I can't deal with it. It bursts forth a little yep. alien, not yep. a little mouth. A full fucking mini alien yep. comes out of his chest. And then he raises the roof. And he... <laughs> He, where is he? Okay, yeah. And then David is so happy. Yep. And yeah, he like. <laughs> puts his arms in the air. He puts his arms in the air and then the alien puts his arms in the air. It's so stupid. And they're having a moment together. <laughs> I can't deal with it. It's so dumb. They raise the roof, Stephanie. <laughs> they raise the roof. It's just this little alien <laughs> waving his arms. And David, it's so stupid. It is. It's great. Oh, my God. So stupid, it's awesome. So 
dumb and on top of it during this moment there's all this like beautiful sentimental music playing to show how meaningful this is mm-hmm. god mm-hmm. oh and this alien is like steaming because you know he just came out of his chest. acid blood and acid blood and his he's probably burning all the blood off of his little black body uh-huh walter is investigating a little bit more mm-hmm. after his stories he sees Shaw's body dissected, dissected on a table, and preserved. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he hears a recorder playing and finds David playing the recorder. Mm-hmm. He realizes that David intentionally released these spores onto the planet and killed everyone. That it was not an accident, as he had claimed, especially since he did not. He says that you know Shaw died, but clearly he killed her. Right. Well, he checked out what was up. He was figuring out what the whole deal was after she killed the little alien baby. Mm-hmm. Um, after he was put back together, most likely, of course. Right. You know. He says, he tells Walter that they don't deserve to start again, and I'm not going to let them. Mm-hmm. They kind of have a little face-off about their beliefs, and David thinks that the aliens are his perfect organism creation, and then they're all close, and he says, tells Walter, no one will love you like I do. And then they have a little smooch. <laughs> Which was so weird. <laughs> well, it's because, you know, so Walter weird. didn't know what to do. Walter was so confused. And then he gets his knife in his throat. It's gross. Yep. Also, I had to watch this a couple times. I actually rewound this because I was like, what the fuck happened? Because his whole his, face, like, contorts super creepily. Right, and his eyes go white. Yeah. Ugh, it was gross. And then he, like, slumps down to the slumps ground. Slumps down into, like, a little, I don't know. Pile of. A little pile. Of synth. <laughs> yeah. Synthetic. And then he fluid leaks out of his neck. It's gross. But the important thing you needed to take away from that was you watched the hole start to close up, mm. which I thought was weird. I didn't notice that. Good job. Mm-hmm. I was too grossed out by his weird head. <laughs> his um, contortion. His contorted face. A couple other people. I don't even know how many people are left at this point. Just random dumbasses. They find the pod, the face hugger room. They see the dead captain and the baby alien attacks them. Nope. Another, there was another face hugger out of its egg. I know. I said that. Or I was going to say that. The alien I, didn't attack them. The alien attacked them while the facehugger attacked them at the same time. Oh, really? Yeah, it was happening concurrently. Oh, interesting. The facehugger attacked him. The alien attacks him. The blood gets, the acid Are blood gets sure on his the cheek. the alien was there too? Yes. I thought it was just the facehugger. They were shooting at the facehugger. Then it tries to latch onto the guy. Then the, the giant alien eats the guy that got the facehugger off the other guy. Okay. Yes. I got you. Oh, they didn't attack at the same time. It was after when he was tending oh, to his okay. thing. The alien was up in the, in the cubby right. hole in the ceiling. The cubby hole. Hiding. Yeah. And then he jumps down and he, he does his thing. Yes. This is the longest fucking movie. This mm-hmm. is the longest fucking episode we've done. Daniels is snooping around and David catches her. They fight. And then she jabs that nail in his throat. Oh, it's chin. It was like right here. Yeah. It was, it was more throat-like. It was... Pointless as it all turns out. Well, yeah, doesn't matter. Because then not all he has a nail in his under jaw. But he looks so silly walking around. But I was just hanging there. Yep. <laughs> um, and then David is continuing to force kisses upon people like a weirdo. So well, he does know. that to her. Yeah. And He's then definitely a sex offender. Yeah. David the sex offender. David synth. the sex offender synth. And then Walter appears. Yes. He pulls David off of her, and then they fight. And then it's really funny. He, I, I wrote that. I mean, he still has that little nail in his throat. Yep. It's funny. And David's confused. 
David is very confused. And what does Walter say? They're also very evenly matched. It's just kind of funny. What? What does, what he does say? Walter say? He goes, uh, David's like confused by it. And he goes, there's been some upgrades oh, since your yes. time, brother. Yes. <laughs> brother. Walter has David straddled, but David starts talking and grabs a knife. Mm-hmm. And then we don't know what happened after that. We don't know if David stabbed him. We don't know if Walter took him out. But someone wearing Walter's uniform comes out of the building. Yeah. I have a theory about that kind of, sort of, maybe. We hope it's Walter, but it's probably not Walter. It seems to be Walter. He's acting like Walter. He sure is. His hand is even cut off. See, that's the thing. I'm wondering, did he cut off his own hand? Or since they're synths, could he just transfer himself into the other body? I don't think that's how it works. I suppose the restrictions on feelings and whatnot would be in the new synth. I think that he just cut his hand off. I think that's why he cut his hair. I think he was planning it from the beginning. And then took off. But he had different, like, didn't they have different battle wounds during that scene? I think that he... Cut on his cheek. Yeah. I think he did it on purpose. I think he did all of it. Huh. To make himself look like Walter. At that moment? Yes. Because I guess his first intention was that he was just going to take the ship up and take it back. Like when they came down to get him, mm-hmm. he would just overtake it and then go back up to the colony ship and do his thing. But there were too many people left. Because of Walter. Mm-hmm. That they got away. Yes. And he couldn't do the murdery thing he wanted to do. Exactly. Gotcha. So he had to improvise and realize that he had to, in order to do his mission, he had to become Walter and gain their trust. Right. And then carry out his gotcha. evil plan. It is pretty evil. Yeah. Daniels and one last guy who got face huggered. Of course. Right, is the guy with the burnt cheek. blood. Uh, running out to get rescued. Tennessee is landing, finally, in mm-hmm. some cargo creature. I don't know. Some yeah, ship. it was the, uh, there was a big conversation about how it probably couldn't withstand reentry. I think it was a uh, carrier of some sort. It was like it, to do the heavy lifting when they got to the planet, the, to move all the equipment around. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be space-worthy. It was supposed to be after they had landed on the planet. And right. So they're all running to the ship as one of the aliens is chasing after them. Uh, they get on the little ship, and then it holds on. Then the aliens all... Yep. He's, like, trying to hitch a ride under the ship. And there's, like, 50 million cameras on this ship, which is great. So Tennessee <laughs> knows exactly where this guy is all the time. Yeah. Realistic. Um. <laughs> well, it's probably because it was a... It was a a big loading carrier yeah, thingy, so they probably needed to be sure that they knew exactly where they right. were positioning stuff. It makes sense for its function. One of the only things that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Daniels goes out to take care of the alien. Mm-hmm. She kind of give it, you know, some tea and biscuits. You know, <laughs> and invite a it over for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make it comfy for the journey. You do, you know. She decides to detach the crane, which will unbalance the little ship. Mm-hmm. But she swings it around and catches it in the mouth of the crane and then goes squish. And it blows up. And then the crane is melting. Yeah, because of acid. Acid blood. Gross. This was after a lot of her on a rope swinging around and mm-hmm. shooting and I don't know, a lot of things yep. were happening. Being acrobatic. Yeah. It was like one of those three-hour chase scenes from the island. It was just, there was a lot yeah. going on. She was just running around. She was just running around. Endlessly. Yeah. On a rope. Yeah, basically. And Walter seemed kind of, he was kind of being rough with the guy on the ship. So I was like, hmm. 
Well, they were thrashing being, around a lot. I was being suspicious of him. But he wasn't being as nice as Walter usually is. Right. So I was suspicious. Telling me he was okay. Mm-hmm. Ripping off the bandage, putting on a new one. Yeah, he's like, pshuk, pshuk, get over it. <laughs> Basically. And then they're back on the Covenant. And they're patching up. <laughs> I named this guy Facehugger McAcidface. Okay, I like it. <laughs> Facehugger McAcidface. <laughs> Remember that time Facehugger face McAcidface? accidentally got face hugged yep yeah sucks for him those were good times walter air quote is taking care of his stab wounds mm-hmm. everyone's just kind of chilling they're yep. kind of got, they're taking a breath well they just survived a very stressful ordeal harrowing journey daniels is now captain everyone else is dead except her in tennessee and face hugger mcacid face mm-hmm. oh wait no and the t- two other people the yeah. Sh- the shower people. Yeah. Um, Daniels goes take a nap because she's tired. It's been a long day. I'd be tired too. Yeah. Just had to fight an alien and jump rope around. Crazy. Fight a couple aliens, fight a synth. Crazy yep. shit, man. Yep. Daniels is asleep and then an alarm starts blaring about her. An alien life form an detected. Un- unidentified, unidentified life form on the ship and go to the med bay. Walter is, Walter is watching the screens. Mm-hmm. He seems rather amused by it all. He has kind of a smirk for a little bit for a second. Yep. And I was like, hmm, suspicious. That's how I feel the whole movie, the rest of the movie. You scratch your chin hmm, when you're doing suspicious. that? Suspicious. Stephanie is stroking her beard. <laughs> hmm, suspicious. Yes. Face hugger, McAcid face, of course, erupts a chest burster. Mm-hmm. So now there's an alien on the ship. There's some people in the shower having sex. Because, of course, they are. They had to get some boobs in here, I guess. It was the only element missing. <laughs> you said it earlier. You called it uh, when we were chatting earlier. I was trying to save the movie with nudity that didn't work. Yeah, exactly. Right. This was kind of funny, though. <laughs> and they had music blasting. They had, like, yeah. So they couldn't hear the announcement. Yeah, so stupid. And nice then, shower, though. I must was admit, a that was nice a pretty shower. cool space shower. Yeah. With the rainfall heads and there's multiple of them. I mean, you just can't really all that's be comfy. Yeah, I mean, why? I would love to have that just for me in the morning. Agreed. It reminded me of the shower at my hotel in LA. It was really nice. Yeah. But, like, why have such a fancy shower if nobody's going to even use it? You know? Because, like, they were going to be asleep for the whole time. Well, I bet while they're building, I bet you that ship becomes the mm. temporary living space whilst they're constructing the settlement. That makes sense. Because I'm assuming that thing lands. I mean, based on the equipment we saw, like initially when they when they went to check all the, the heavy machinery, you know, they went into the storage area. Mm-hmm. I mean, those trucks just drive off of a ramp. Yeah. So this thing must get you there and then somehow land on the planet. And then becomes your temporary home away from home. Mm-hmm. Unless it breaks apart into separate landers. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a scientist. Who knows? We'll never know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because a little alien tail was in there, stroking his leg. <laughs> and then his little second mouth burst through his face. Yep. <laughs> while they're boning. Well, um, she sees the tail yeah, and then sees the alien boning. and freaks out and... Tries to pull him away, but gets him through the that alien face. second mouth. Yeah, and then it definitely killed her too. Well, she was dead later in the next scene, <laughs> yeah. so I would there's, assume there's yeah. a lot of blood. Yeah, and then we get some alien vision. <laughs> we get to watch the alien walk around the ship. 
cool, I guess. Yeah. As it hunts Daniel's Tennessee and doesn't hunt Walter or Dan- David. Walter. Walter. So this reminded me. So they're leading the alien to like specific rooms to like try to catch it in certain places. Uh-huh. And there's this whole section in Final Fantasy VIII. Okay. Where I think it's disc three. You're trying. You have. There's all these. There's like these sets of aliens, and you have to kill them in a certain color coded order to like release doors or like collect some items. I can't remember the details. It's been okay. a really long time. But it was the same thing where you had to like lure them into a room or like lock them in a room specifically so that you could go through. And it just reminded me of that. Cool. It's my nerdy reference. It's probably used in a lot of various movies. I think when there's aliens on a ship, they like open, they always try to move it into a certain spot that's Mm -hmm. more to your advantage as the person that needs to take it out. Right. It just reminded me very much because I think the reason that part of that game sticks out in my head is because it was really fucking hard. (laughs) And I had to do a lot of leveling up at the hockey arena at the uh, Galbadia Gardens to, in order to defeat those aliens to defeat the puzzle like the puzzle was okay it was fighting those aliens was very difficult i would imagine so they were very strong somebody that's listening is very excited about what i just said i'm sure (laughs) they they nerded out hardcore so much they had to pause it (laughs) and they'll come back later yeah (laughs) after they've settled down oh yeah squall for (laughs) now selfie Zell. three disc three disc game i remember when games had multiple discs this one had four discs this game was four this was just on disc three. Oh my god maybe it was the no it was disc three disc four was just the final battle gotcha anyway i mean that's such a good game Mm -hmm. so they trap the alien okay then they get into their spacesuits yes they open they're next they're next to an airlock place so they're yes from earlier in the movie when they were making sure that all the equipment was okay after the jostling, they're basically back there in Storage Central with all the big trucks and whatnot. Right, and some of those trucks got jostled and they had to re-tighten them or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. They have their spacesuits on and they lure the alien into the big cargo room. Mm-hmm. It's kind of chasing them around. She makes some loud noises and it comes after her a lot faster than she anticipated, it seemed like. She sort of goes, oh, shit, and yep. <laughs> has to quickly do her plan. She locks it in a little space pod and then opens the airlock. Yep. But then it gets, the space pod gets all jammed and the alien breaks out of the pod, yeah. like breaks through the glass. Yeah. The cockpit, maybe. <sighs> yeah. Which so is then. what I would call it. It's, a, it's like a huge truck. Yeah. It was and like, she basically trapped it in the driving area. Mm-hmm. So then they re- release. She tells Tennessee to release the next one. Yes. So the truck starts rolling. Well, the skid it's on starts moving. (laughs) It wasn't rolling. It was on, it was loaded on a thing. It's like, you know, I don't know. Think of like a, uh, the the Air Force airplanes when they do drops, everything is on this, this, the platform that then rolls off the back and then, you know, it parachutes down. Mm. Probably the same idea. Gotcha. So you're going to use the second truck get the first truck unstuck and push it out the air. Yes. And the truck has some pokey things coming off of it. Yep. And Daniels is in front of it and the alien is like trying to kill her. And then the truck finally gets pushed enough and she jumps out of the way just in time, but we don't know that she did. And the alien alien gets gets, skewered. Yeah, alien kebobbed. Yep. Delicious alien kebabs. 
And then we watch the truck float down sort of near toward the planet surface. Yeah, it goes bye-bye. Yep. And then Daniels is there looking stunned. Tennessee's all worried. Yeah, but she's okay. Then she pops up and says, hey, you want to give me a hand? <laughs> yeah, that was cute. Was it really? No. Uh, <laughs> nothing about this They movie had a moment. Cute. Tennessee and her had a moment yes. prior to that. Her hair is ridiculous in this movie, by the way. It drives me crazy. Why? It's so poofy on top. Well, you know, so it's like two-year bedhead, Stephanie. It's true. I just think her hair in Harry Potter is so cute. You try to have good hair after sleeping for two years <laughs> with your beanie cap on. Yeah, it's... She's that's major fair. hat head. That's fair. <laughs> she should have taken a sweet shower in that shower. Well, they were too busy running down to the planet's surface to find New Haven or whatever they're mm-hmm. going to call that planet. Walter breathes a sigh of relief when it's all over. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I also, when Walter was looking at the alien when they had it trapped, mm-hmm. you know, the alien saw him on the monitor and it snapped at the monitor. Mm. I don't think David would have control of these aliens like he think he's what No, of course he doesn't. He's a fucking idiot. Because I think in the, the fleshy one, he sort of had, you know, like, a little, maybe. Maybe they respected him. In he some birthed fashion. that one. Like, these are. I wonder if the labor was hard for him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the face hugger ones, like, even though they're his creation, are more. They're a little bit. Wild. They're feisty. Yeah. To be the perfect weapon, I suppose you would have to be feisty. Also, okay. So, like, the one that came out. Okay. This is my. Another problem okay. with this continuity. Yep. Continuity. The one that came out of the dude, the first facehugger dude, was like a little mini alien waving his arms around. Yeah. So stupid. Anyway. But they grow really quick. I know. But the one that came out of facehugger McAcid face was a chest burster. Like it was the mouth that shot out. Right. And it was like in the original one. Yeah. So I feel like it didn't come out. Like it was like grown already. It didn't come out the same way. Like this one came out like a little mini version of the xenomorph. This came out like face burster. He was still kind of big, though. I mean, he was skinnier. I don't know. I'd have to see. I just think it's. I, I don't know. think. I don't think we see this. The one that came. We don't see the one that came. We don't see the chest burst of the second guy, right? We don't of the see the second that guy. One. Yeah, we do. It's a. I thought they show up at the. I thought they show up at the uh, the hospital door, and he's already been chest exploded. Maybe. I don't think we see that birth. Someone, oops. We see the birth of. Was it the guy in the wheat field that had the chest burster? Yeah. Okay. And that came out. That's what I'm thinking. Well, of. he threw that one up. The first. Oh, that's right. He threw up the like. Yeah, he long threw, the, threw up the long mouth. worm looking thing, and the first burster we saw actually ended up coming out of the guy's back. And that was a little mini alien. Probably because the delivery system of the spores is different. And it could end Depending up anywhere on in the where body. You yeah. get it. Whereas the face huggers implant it in their tummy. Yeah. Tum tums. So it's always going to come out of your chest because it's but right there. That begs the question for an alien when, because it comes out like a little mini alien here, mm-hmm. but an alien's chest burster. And yeah, it it's has bigger. Like a big old mouth. Well, you know, the effects are better now. <laughs> I guess. I like Chestburster versus mini alien that waves its fucking arms around. They thought he really, really thought he was making an improvement, and maybe he wasn't. Maybe the original old school practical effect, because the original effect is a practical effect, Mm -hmm. 
is better just in your mind. Well, usually practical effects are better in general anyway. Unless you have to do something fine like the little skinny alien that you're going to watch his arms unfold and and he raises the roof. No, it's so bad. That's not better. <laughs> I'm just saying, sometimes CGI does not improve. Oh, I get You're saying that, yeah. A practical effect. Yes, agreed. Yeah. That's stupid versus cool right. chest burster. Yes. So, she and... So Daniels and Tennessee go into their decide to go in their sleep pods and go Wait, to the first. She thanks. Uh, sorry. First, she thanks Walter and offers to help staple him shut. Oh, he yes. was he was doing his own medical care. Right, and they have a little bonding moment. They do, and now they're going back. to Now sleep. they decide to go back to sleep because they're, they're going to go to Oregai Six and carry on the original mission. Now that they've lost all of the crew, but two. Right. Great. She, he gets Tennessee set up and then she lays down, puts her little hat on and she says, when we get there, will you help me build my cabin? And he just smiles blankly at her. He just, he looks very confused. Like he doesn't even smile. He looks very confused for a second. And then she realizes, David. And then he goes, beep, 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 and closes her in there. (laughs) (laughs) And she's in cryo sleep. So David has run of the ship now. Of course. He goes to the embryo pods, and then he barfs up a couple alien embryos. That look like face huggers in them. Uh Uh-huh, little baby face huggers inside of the pods, and then he puts them in with the other embryos for safekeeping and future chaos. Yep, and he tells Mother to play... His symphony. uh, Something, enter the gates to Valhalla or something. Oh, yeah, the gates of Valhalla. Valhalla. Yes, which is what he played on the piano in the beginning with Guy Pierce. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I did not catch that. Very interesting. I didn't even have to make a fun fact about that. I just remembered that. Very nice. The then, end yep. of that garbage heap. Do you have any fun I facts? I have a lot of fun facts. Uh, let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me stretch. Yeah. All right. Hit me. Some of these are probably obvious, but okay. Unlike David, Walter speaks with an American accent. Well, this was no doubt done to distinguish the two for idiots watching Uh in universe it could possibly be explained by the two synthetics different origins david was a unique model created personally by guy pierce who was british Mm -hmm. as a son and successor successor whereas walter is a mass-produced commercial model right the movie contains a scene where a toy bird is drinking water yeah the little drippy drinky bird yep in the opening scene of Alien, there is the same one aboard the Nostromo's bridge. Oh, cool. Nos- Nostromo? 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 However they say the ship name, I have no idea. Nostromo? <laughs> <laughs> Alien Covenant takes place December 5th, 2104. Very good. Sorry. Great fun fact. Not 2014. Years, 18 years prior to Alien, which takes place in 2122. Okay. The neomorph's physiology and body structure was inspired by real-world bodily ana- autonomy of the goblin shark. Maybe anatomy? I don't know. Its teeth were able to come forward when attacking prey to do more damage by pointing directly out, allowing for a better grip. Okay. <laughs> this is the original I didn't one. read the sentence when I copy-pasted it. <laughs> because <laughs> i'm five it makes me laugh the creature's mouth when closed appears similar to an anal sphincter 
Okay, so these are the flesh-colored aliens. These are the on hybrid the ones that yeah. are on the planet that okay. David made. The original ones, maybe. I think David's is the black one. Is the xenomorph? Yeah. Okay, I think so the these, neomorph is the original. I think these are species. more, yeah, more along the lines They're of what crazy. they originally were. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. A couple of flashback sequences were filmed that gave James Franco more screen time by fleshing out the relationship between him and Daniels, but were cut from the film. Why would you cut James Franco if you have James Franco? Because they were just throwback scenes. I guess. I'd rather watch James Franco do things than the garbage that I was forced to watch. Well, the movie was long enough. I it's guess true. they figured it hit the cutting floor because it, it should have ended a long. It long was before. no other than him saying he loved her in that in the uh, the climbing scene. They really didn't need to flesh out their relationship much more. Obviously, they were married. Right. The xenomorph's design was based on that of an. I can't say words. E C O R C H E. A corsh sculpture of a human figure with the skin removed to display the musculature. Okay. While its movements were based on those of a praying mantis and a baboon. Okay. Fun. Cool. For the first time since Alien 3, an alien's point of view is shown. However, in this film, we see the alien's visual spectrum. Mm hmm. Which I pointed out earlier. Several music cues and sound effects throughout the film are identical to those from alien the original well i would hope so it's the same person so yes agreed. ridley scott i mean why wouldn't agreed. you tie it all in together each alien film features a different type of group interacting with the aliens commercial transport operators in alien right the military in aliens right prisoners in predator predator oh, versus sorry. alien sorry prisoners in alien 3 okay. smugglers in alien resurrection archaeologists in alien versus predator a combination of normal, n- normal, <laughs> normal suburban humans, police force, and military in Alien vs. Predator Requiem, and research scientists in Prometheus. While the main characters in this film are scientists, they are also colonists. Cool. I have so many fun facts. Okay, I have like four left. Six. Um, <laughs> I There was like 50 listed on the Wikipedia page, and I just chose the ones that were mildly interesting cool when tennessee gains control of the lander lander yeah he says over the comms a walk in the park just like parker said after setting down the nostromo lander during the storm and alien cool the movie's first shot is david's open eye staring right into the camera exactly like the opening shots of blade runner and blade runner 2049 have you seen it yet no (laughs) nick's gonna kill you I have to watch this all before uh, Dragon Con? I don't know. Oh. You probably should, or he'll kill you. I definitely need to watch Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation, so I get your costume. Yeah. Uh, Ridley Scott directed Blade Runner and ultimately produced Blade Runner 2049, though he was originally intent on directing the sequel, but did Alien Covenant instead and gave the reins to Denis Villeneuve. Thank God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Praise Jesus for this. Okay. Okay, Alien Covenant. I love you now. Because if you... he had done Blade Runner 2049, <laughs> it probably would have been a fucking mess. You think so? And Blade Runner 2049 is so good. And this movie is so bad. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Praise Jesus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Praise David, my creator. <laughs> Apparently. Or no, he wants to murder me because I'm a human. That's right. You don't deserve to live or no. be reborn. So rude. Alien Covenant apparently has multiple multiple references to Blade Runner, but probably 
not. <laughs> I don't know. Haven't seen Blade Runner? I like Blade Runner, but I feel like that's a stretch because okay. this movie sucks. <laughs> Blade Runner is actually good. The original? Uh-huh. Okay. The original is good, too. I like Blade Runner 2049 better. Well, yeah. Because it's got your man in it. He's not my man. He's Nick's man, but I also enjoy him. Okay. When David is talking to Walter and is about to kill him, he gives him a gentle kiss. Okay, here's the other reference. This is a reference to spoilers, Brad. This is a reference to the Blade Runner scene in which Roy Batty is talking to his creator. He gives him a gentle kiss and then kills him. It could have been a a, 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 Mafia. a, a reminder, yeah, back to like the Godfather. I mean, why does it have to be Blade Runner and Blade Runner only? Why is it because, have to be exclusive? Because Ridley Scott made both of them. Okay, <laughs> that's why that makes sense. David asked maybe Walter, Ridley Scott was influenced by the Godfather, and and that's where he got his influence from. Maybe David asked Walter if he ever dreams. The same question was asked of the robots in Blade Runner. Well, that's the name of the book. Do androids dream in a whatever? Okay. Electric sheep, something or another. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the word, the movie, or the book. Fuck, okay. And now I need to look it up really quick. Do androids dream of electric sheep? Okay, I was close. Gotcha. That's the book. I read that book in college. It was good. Cool. Walter's skin regenerates when he takes a stab wound from David, and his comments when fighting his predecessor imply it's part of the upgrades. Right. Walter, during the climax, still has his scars and cuts... And cuts a big tip that he's David, whose skin could not regenerate. There you go. Oh, there hey. you go. There you. Yeah, I guess I didn't even think of that. I didn't think of that either. Interesting. That's why, because you mentioned his whole closing up. Mm-hmm. There you go. I can't believe I can't believe I saw the whole closing up, but it totally just yeah. blew over my head that the scar, the cuts in the face weren't healing. Yeah, Daniels, come on. God, don't you know your dude? I'm dumb. So dumb. I should just be taken out of this podcast altogether. No, you're forgiven. It's okay, fine. Okay, thank you. Billy Crudup, who played Oram, said he ruined the first few takes of his encounter with the face hugger because he knew exactly what to expect and couldn't stop laughing <laughs> in anticipation <laughs> of it jumping out and, and attacking him. And giving him a big old hug. Yes. Can I mention also that I didn't realize that the face huggers impregnated you so quick because it was only on that one guy for like a few seconds. I know. In Alien, it's like, on him for like five minutes yeah like when they try to take it off an alien they stop because of the acid blood in the face hugger mm-hmm. and then it naturally comes off and they think everything's kosher but then I mean, that's quick that it gets maybe that... they just want to like smooch you a little bit afterwards mm. they impregnate you and then they want to cuddle i thought it was just because they were laying well there was also didn't it in the original Alien, it like released uh, some sort of sedative to keep you from freaking out. It was something that was said in the original series of some at some point? I don't remember. Because why isn't you know he distressed? And it's because it sedates you, mm. so that yeah. it can lay its egg. I don't know. Maybe. Just thought I'd bring that up. Cool. Thank you. I feel like we've talked about the anatomy of the facehuggers a lot, so I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, they are the most iconic part of Alien. Really? Versus the aliens? I think the facehuggers are something that everybody can relate to. Jess and Nick have a facehugger stuffed animal. I know. And I cuddle with it. Yeah. It's cute. <laughs> Till it lays an egg I think it has a cute face on it, too. Till it lays an egg in you. <laughs> That's fine. I'll just go in the weird chamber and, and laser it out of me. And then you get a, uh, a chest-busting... Uh, 
stuffed doll alien. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you die because all the stuffing comes out of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's our double count this week, Brad? It's a whopping two. Yep. David and Walter. Mm-hmm. Who's better, David or Walter? Walter. You think so? His precious baby. Because of his regenerative regenerative power. No, I just think of his personality is better. David but, but is a psychopath. Well, yeah, but see. But he saved Daniels. Oh, so anyway, my tweet, right? Yeah. Man creates alien. Or sorry, man creates synth. Synth creates super alien to kill man. Hashtag don't play God. Hashtag <laughs> told you so. Hashtag you did it to yourself. Yep. There you go. The moral of the story. That's, that's what I got from this. It's, no, I agree. You created you create a synth that you you give him the ability to be as human as possible, to to have his own thoughts, to be creative, to do whatever. And what does he do? He takes this weird alien that they found and decides to make it like nearly invulnerable and wreak havoc on the solar system. Yeah. Even to a point where I hate to bring this up. But an alien versus predator, the predators would practice with the aliens because the aliens were so darn hard to kill. Mm. I mean, it was, that was, have you seen Alien versus Predator? I haven't seen any of the Predator or anything. Oh. An alien versus Predator, I think that's the one with the, the well, I forget the group you said they were oh, archaeologists. Suburbans? The archaeologists. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> the second one was this, and I haven't seen the second one. Uh-huh. Um, the place that they're checking out on this alien world is, was a training facility for uh, young new predators looking to get their stripes, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Like they had, to, they had to run this gauntlet and this pyramid, which is what it was. And, and uh, if the ones that survived, you know, became predators. Mm. Like they got their laser cannons or whatever whatever happens i don't know what the whole growing up part of being a predator is <laughs> i just remember no, after no. he would kill an alien he would they'd rip off the finger and then put the marks in their helmet because of the acid blood and they were breeding uh. they were breeding the aliens there and it was a training training facility which at the end of the movie he uh you know let's, the, let's the girl live because she was a good warrior mm. i don't know anything about so even things. and i think the the exca- escaping aliens was even too much for the predators to take care of and we all know how awesome they are they took down schwarzenegger i know they didn't take down schwarzenegger did they but anyway yeah yeah i feel like the movie intended to set out who created us because i feel like prometheus wanted us to feel like the engineers made humans or something and wanted them to right. and then thought humans were a mistake and wanted to eliminate them right but i think we established that that is not true yeah, I don't think that's right. I think that they didn't want to kill anybody. Yeah, I think they're just... Especially when we see all of them just like chilling in the square and yeah. town hall. I think it was just center. like a, anything else. It was like they sent somebody into space to explore and he returned. This is a cause for celebration. But little yeah. did they know there was a David on that ship. Fucking David, man. Bastard. I feel like now I understand the movie better after talking about it. Doesn't yeah. make it any better. Yeah, but I, I understand it more. I get it more too. I just don't. 
it's a pointless movie. It is pointless. I don't care who made them. I don't them. care who made Yeah. I don't care that our bastard synth made the aliens that spawned alien. I, who cares? <laughs> yeah, basically. I don't you I know. accepted it for what it was in the beginning, which is cool Sigourney Weaver and her cat and Howard Dean Stanton fighting yeah. aliens. Yeah, that they that they had to stop at a planet because they were a part of a company and they f- some life forms were found or something and it was part of their contract as contractors mm-hmm. to to see what it was. And then and then the second one is you know the company sending military because they want to capture one. And then the rest of the alien movies, with the exception of alien predator hybrids, is uh, the company trying to acquire an alien. Mm-hmm. You know. Because they think they can do something with it, which is stupid. Yeah. But I guess man created synth, synth created alien, man wanted alien. <laughs> yeah. Weird. It's a big circle. Indeed. Predators train with alien. Do predators kill people? Uh, as I recall, the predator was more like they just, well, one that was on Earth, yeah, it was killing people, but it was more of like, like they're hunters. Okay. They don't just, there's like mindless killing machines. No, I think it's more of like a, 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 just a rite of passage. I don't think there was a reason. I don't think a reason was ever set forth in those hmm. movies. I don't know if there was. I have, I've not seen any, pre- I know like, like nothing about Predator. They would kill people and keep trophies and it was skulls. I think they just roamed the galaxy hunting like it was the, like what's, bounty what's hunters the kind biggest of? thing you can take down. I don't even think it was bounty. Hmm. I don't think he was on Earth. Just for funsies? Maybe, yeah. They're just hunters. Hmm. I don't know. In Predator, is it just one Predator, like an alien, where there's one alien? Yeah, in Predator, it's one Predator. It's just been one It's one Predator in all of them, with the exception of Predator versus Alien. And there's a bunch of Predators, because it's a training facility? Because it's a training facility. Interesting. Yeah, the first one was Arnold, then they came back, maybe, I don't know, to Avenge? I don't remember exactly. And then they use, you know, they see with infrared. Mm-hmm. Well, I did know that part. Their helmets utilize infrared. Yeah. I don't think that when they, they take their helmet the off, the they probably signatures. have normal eyes. But yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I suppose. Well. So. That was a long episode. Thank you for listening might be to two our two-part episode on this long movie. Sorry you have <laughs> to suffer through it for two weeks. But hey, at least you didn't have to skip a week. Like we told you we were going to two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Fooled ya. So Nick, as per usual, filled me in on some stuff that we said wrong, or I said wrong in here. (laughs) Uh, The name of the company in Alien was Wayland Utani. I hope I'm saying that right. Mm, What did you uh, call it? I called it the company. I thought it was just the company. Anywho, um... Thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at C Double Pod. You can email us at uh, at C Double Podcast at gmail dot com. You can follow Steph at Steph Plus Verb on, on Instagram. Instagram. There's a lot of cool Dragon Con photos there. Yep. Well, now so there are. Look at them. Yes. Um, please rate and review us on iTunes. Um, share it with your friends if you like it. Yeah. Send us an email. Tell us how we're God, doing. Please send us an email. Make, make, us, so make a suggestion of something you'd like <laughs> us to cover. 
Yeah, that too. And uh, I guess <laughs> until next week. I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.